Hey, welcome to Fist Bump Fridays, where I talk to other men podcast hosts about what's going on with men. Hope you enjoy. All right, today on the Kindling Fire, I have two dudes from Brothers of Merit podcast, Brandon and Taylor. Welcome to the show, guys. Hey, thanks a lot, Troy. How's it going? So we just finished up a show for your podcast, and so now you're coming on my podcast, and we're just having this whole, like, podcast fest. Oh, yeah. yeah it's like Inception. <laughs> like, there's podcasts and interviews inside of interviews. It's, it's awesome. Yeah, exactly. And we'll probably refer to jokes that we made on that podcast, and, you know, <laughs> so you're just going to have to listen to both guys. So. <laughs> exactly. That's the only way to get it. So uh, one of the things, uh, I met you guys uh, kind of in the Instagram world, and one of the things that I really love about you guys is the whole focus of your show. Share with the listeners what your show's about. Alrighty, so thanks a lot. So we are Brothers of Merit. We are a ministry where we're focusing on um, brotherhood. You know, men and encouraging them to seek brotherhood through Christ. That that's what our main mission is here. So, basically, we started off as I guess last year. We've been going for about six or seven months now. We started off and we started creating a podcast, and then we got into putting up a weekly blog. And what we're trying to do is we just want men to seek each other. But as they're seeking each other to get through life, they're doing it through the Lord, through God, and trying to mirror Jesus every day while they do it. And Taylor and I feel the best way to do that is to do it in brotherhood. And especially in today's world where men can sometimes be put on the back burner just because of how busy life is and with families and wives and kids and things like that, sometimes men forget about themselves. And if you if you can get past that and you can do this brotherhood thing together, you can be such a better man and husband and father for those relationships that you're trying to go through together. That's, that's the great oxymoron, right? Because... I, like, I remember uh, the periods of time where it was just about, you know, uh, potty training the kids or changing the diapers or making sure the wife's not mad or, you know, trying to, you know, make it a little more ends meet at work. And, and you know, the idea of friends, other than maybe like a quick beer after work, that was it. Like, I didn't have a lot of yep. emotional space to, to have friendships. So how did you guys cross that bridge? Yeah, for sure. I mean, <clears throat> I think that like one of the other things that what we say um, is, well, not, not, but like just one of the, like our heartbeats of what we are, I guess, is um, there's kind of like, there's two things that are really going to like, that go against men in just how we are created and society today. And like brotherhood really combats against that. And, um, one of them is like, you need to just muscle it out yourself and you need to be strong enough. You need to do it on your own. And then two is you just need to do it by yourself. Right. And, um, so we, um, through the grace of God, it's, it's by none of nothing that we've figured out ourselves. Like it's only through the grace of God that we've figured out those two, I guess, kind of like, draggers those those pullers that are, are pulling against men and and we've found that the only that you need to be intentional and you need to find brotherhood so um i know for me personally i've seen it mirrored um in my life so that's kind of like how i found it to answer your question um i've seen it mirrored um some of my best friends dads had a group um they called it the cove group and they were it was guys that when they were a little even younger than me and Brandon are now so they were in like their late 20 or early 20s they got together and they were like hey let's do this this 
thing together. Let's do this Jesus thing together. And they literally drafted up a covenant of like how they were going to hold each other accountable. They signed it and they've been in each other's lives now for 25 years. And (laughs) um, there's lots of really, really cool stories um, with that. But um, so I've seen it modeled. I've seen, and I've, I've seen like, Hey, that's, that's going to help me fight against trying to be by myself and trying to just do it, muscle it out on my own. Cause both of those things are, are not substantial or, uh, not sustainable. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. And I think uh, from my side of view, I, I grew up a little different than Taylor. So I grew up not in the church. It wasn't until a few years ago that I began to form a relationship with Christ. So I looked at it and how I found brotherhood was because I needed it. I actually, a little over a year ago, I went, um, I, I, I accepted Christ about three, a little over three years ago, but it wasn't until a year ago I went to a men's retreat with our local church here, Crossroads, and we actually went out to River Valley Ranch, and there was 40 men, and I was just surrounded for a weekend by godly men. And I realized how much that brought out my true faith was by surrounding myself with them. So after that, I just, you know, I came to and I said, look, guys, like, let's let's do this thing. Let's let's actually focus on brotherhood, because in the moment, in that weekend, when we were focusing solely on our relationships as men together, there's nothing that made me feel more of a man and a better husband and father than that weekend. And if I could do that every single day have the accountability, be vulnerable, and and vice versa, hold somebody accountable rather than just holding me accountable. Like Taylor and I, he's you know, one of my great friends, one of my best friends. So that's what we do every single day. That That is what makes you a better man. It's, it's not about you know keeping up with the Joneses, the house you have, the car, or anything like that. It's about what you can do in your father role, in your husband role, and, and, and as a friend. So what have you found in this journey that you guys have been taking on with Brotherhood has been, um, you know, something that you personally became aware of, you know, that without Brotherhood, you wouldn't have seen it. You wouldn't have known it. So I think that what I have have found through our Brotherhood journey, especially since starting Brothers of Merit, was... I, I personally think it was the fact of how many men there are out there that want it that that don't quite have it yet. And, and that's what I have come to – and I was one of them. I, I, I 100% was one of them. I thought I had what I – was true brotherhood, you know, in retrospect I thought it was, but it was not until we did this. And I realized that I was kind of doing it wrong the whole time. I was never asking the right questions. I was asking the questions that we kind of just wanted to talk about and what they wanted to hear, but I, I wasn't saying the things that needed to be said. I wanted to, I was saying the things that needed to be heard or they wanted to hear rather. So if there was an issue, you know, on the home front and with, with their spouse and him, and I would have to dig deep and I have to ask the things that maybe he didn't want to hear. He didn't want to hear that he was wrong. And this isn't Taylor I'm talking about. This is just in general with our, you know, our uh, we know it's Taylor. <laughs> yeah, no, because once he gets on, he'll say some stuff about me. So I'm gonna, uh, I gotta keep it uh, PG rated. But uh, no, and it was just, and that, and that's what it comes down to is just saying the things that don't necessarily want to be heard, but need to be. And that's what I have found through this journey is how to, I would say, properly and effectively do brotherhood. Hmm. And then I think that, um, just to tag onto that, I think. One of the things that I've I've learned um, through just just pursuing brotherhood and trying to get other people to be inspired by it is when you have guys in your life that are like you're consistently rolling deep with and you're consistently intentionally 
not just chatting about, you know, NBA free agency, which is a hot topic right now. Um, <laughs> but, um, like, and you're actually, like, getting into the word and you're actually asking questions about like how things are really going. Like, are you dating your wife and are you, you know, are things are important things. Um, if that's consistent and that is like, and you break through that awkward when you have conversations and you know, that's there, that's like, I've, I've found that that's like the purest form of accountability. Um, and like that, like shines a mirror back on me. Cause I know like, Hey, on Tuesday, I'm going to have a conversation with him and, I, you know what I mean? Like if he asks me how things are going, like I can't keep saying like I'm not doing this well um, or whatever. Like because eventually he lo- I know that he loves me enough that because I love him enough, you know, or just, you know, brothers in general, them, whatever, um, they're going to call me on it. And like so it's almost like it, it inspires you to be better. It inspires you to look more like Jesus. It inspires you to to try to actually get after the things that, you know, deep down you want to. Because you know there's other guys alongside you that are doing the exact same thing. Um, and you almost, I don't know, it's almost like a little competitive. Like you don't want to get left in the dust. You know what I mean? It's like if I know I'm going to have a conversation with this guy and he's going to tell me about what he read in Romans and I did, haven't even touched my Bible in a week, it's like, man, I, you know what I mean? Like he's going to, I don't want him to show me up. Like I got to, I've got to get in the word. And like I, I don't want to get called on it because I, I know that. I know that ultimately it's not, it doesn't come from a place of pride or competitiveness. It comes from a place of, I know this is going to make me better. I know this is going to be what I really need. Yeah. So, uh, so one of the things that uh, I have found in, is needed with, with brotherhood is perspective. And um, how are you guys in different perspectives? How are you guys kind of seeking uh, different perspectives on um you know, how to look at things, uh, or do you have that within your group or are you guys all the same age or like, tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, that's, that's a great question. So in regards to our group, we are, there, there's five, six of us total that we're always looking at different perspectives. So that's why when we meet every other week, we talk about things, we bring things to the table and each person typically, you know, puts in their two cents and what they think about something that's seriously going on in your life. And, and that's what we were just talking about, the accountability and the vulnerability. That's where it starts to shine is those nights when we meet, we talk about things and, in regards to the Brothers of Merit aspect, the perspective there is, you know, the 28 episodes that we've had basically before yours. And we're always reaching out. You and I um, and Taylor, Troy, we were just talking about on our episode was the fact that we are always looking um, for different perspectives. And it's not just from our age group, you know, upper 20s. And there's so many interviews that we've done that have been men, you know, in their 40s or 50s, 60. Like, we're trying to reach out and get the perspective of, let's say, someone who is more mature in regards to life experience. They are 50, 55 years old. Their kids are th- the three kids they have are through college. They are walking, you know, with the Lord, and they have found their identity in Christ. So they have experienced as a father all these different steps right now that Taylor and I, who have kids that are all five and under, you know, we're, we're attempting to experience. You know what I mean? We're approaching each of those 
life cycles and lifetime, you know, stamps as, as we go along. So I think that in regards to the Brothers of Merit side as well, we're always seeking a different perspective, just trying to see, the, you know, we're, we don't always claim to be right. And that's why we do this podcast and we interview people. We don't just talk all the time is because we want other perspectives because there's so many out there and you can make yourself better as a man by, by just opening up and hearing others' perspectives. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's spot on. Hey, so uh, I'll tell a quick story. So when I was in my 20s, a bunch of us guys, you know, we had an accountability group, and we wanted to not, you know, we wanted to follow Jesus, and we didn't want to fall into lust. And so we're like, all right, guys, we're going to get together. If anybody falls into lust, uh, you got to buy us a steak dinner. All right, and so this is kind of our, our accountability group. Well, we ended up buying each other a lot of steak dinners, and... Yeah. Um, but we, but we felt this camaraderie because, hey, we struggle together. Sure. But the, 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 what ended up happening was that because we ran in that circle and it was just us and everybody could identify with the same struggles, there was no outside voice in that group that says, hey, guys, you know, there's a, there's, you can actually be free from this. And then we went to some older men, like at church, or had prayer or whatever. Like, I remember one time I went for prayer, and they said, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm struggling, I'm single, and with lustful thoughts, and can you pray for me? And the guy, he had, I think he was in his 60s, and he turns to me and says, Okay, um, I'll pray for you. And when we're done, will you pray for me about the same issue? And I was like... I want to cuss right now because I was like, you have, you have got to be freaking kidding me. Like, this is it? Like, I'm going to struggle with lust until I'm 60? Shoot me, please. You know, and sure. that was like, like my, uh, my hope was dashed. Like, my struggle is going to be forever. Then I found men that are like, no, I'm walking in victory. I've got a blessed marriage. I am happy. i got Jesus. Jesus gave me victory over that. I haven't walked in that in years. And it was just like when I was just around my own age group with our own struggles with our wives or our kids or our single life or whatever it is, you can dig yourself a hole. And then you're just like, well, you know, I guess it feels good. Misery loves company, but we're not making progress here. And until you find people that are that are got a different perspective of gaining victory, those are the men you need to gravitate towards. How are you doing that in your marriage? How are you doing that with your kids? How are you doing that with against lust or whatever? Because then it gives you hope. It's like, hey, it's doable. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a that's a great word. I have a I have a brother that um, I meet with, um, not Brandon, um, and um, he I've met I've been best friends with him since I was in high school, and um, so we've had different seasons and channels of, of brotherhood and accountability, and um, now we both have kids, young kids. And, um, and we talk about accountability and stuff. And when we go to, when we, we go to breakfast typically, and, and we constantly are telling each other like that exact thing, like, Hey, like, like, it's not okay to just keep coming with and saying like that. I, I'm still struggling. Like, this isn't just a report of like <laughs> rolling or a Rolodex of how I sinned. Like, it's not okay. Like, how are we going, how are we attacking this? How are we getting better? And I mean, that's another great thing about brotherhood is I'm not going to try to attack that on when I'm just sitting there on my own. If I'm sitting on the couch by myself and I'm just doing life on my own, I'm not going to try to get after whatever I'm struggling with, anger, lust, jealousy, pride, whatever that is. I'm not going to try to to look to Jesus and have him, you know, perfect me and make me better. Like I'm just going to sit there and I'm going to wallow in it because that's easy. And um, we drift towards what's easy in life. But a brother is going to be 
is going to, you know, the classic iron sharpening iron, he's going to say, Hey, look, that's not, that's not okay. Um, and, but when you go into those conversations, um, expecting them to say that and wanting them to say that and knowing that coming out on the other side, kind of, I think you said this on our podcast or it was, I don't remember where it was kind of all getting muddled at this point. (laughs) (laughs) But like what you said, like it's, I mean, we, we touched on that before. And so I think I, yeah, I mean, so I I love it. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look, guys, if people are interested in kind of checking you guys out, tell us a little bit about, uh, tell my audience how they can find you guys. Yeah, absolutely. So um, just start off with brothersofmerit.com. That'll take you to our website, and that gives you access to all of our social media platforms. We're on Instagram and Twitter and um, Facebook. We have our Facebook group, which is the page itself you can go and like. But we also have a closed Facebook group that's about 150 men, where if you have any questions or concerns, comments, want to reach out to people, uh, it, that's your place to do it. You know, it's only men on that page that way you know we're not having like a secret society against women or anything like that or protests it's just that's where us men can talk about things if there's a question about marriage or things like that we can confine in each other there and then um you can also try and find our blog that's on our page and then of course our podcast which is on all the podcasting platforms you probably are using you know the apple itunes spotify uh, all that that's that's awesome. Write us letters too. I don't. Yeah, whatever you'd like. Whatever you want. Hey, yeah. So so hit up their contact and ask them for their mailing address so you guys can start to become pen pals with the brothers of merit. Man, I haven't heard that word in a while. Pen pal, heck yeah. It's a good idea. If, if Ron Swanson is listening to this and he doesn't want to like give it, like we'll do pen pals. We'll keep it. We'll yeah. keep it on hey, um, so uh, thanks guys so much. I, I'm uh, so glad that uh, you reached out and we've we're out there in the. Pods, podcastosphere, uh, trying to make men better. And but you know what's so awesome is you got this backed up by actual living with with your brothers and and growing. And that's what makes it real. So absolutely, that's what Taylor and I remind each other every day about. You know, we talk every single day, and it's it is the one relationship in my life besides my wife that I have that um, I, I love that part of it. So it's it's amazing. That's cool. Guys, thanks. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, thanks for coming on, guys. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. If you want more information on The Kindling Fire, go to our website, thekindlingfire.com. There you can learn how you can join the Firestarters. That is a community that I'm sending free e-courses, Bible devotionals. We're doing special challenges to really help you guys move towards the dreams that God has placed in you. I'm also on Instagram at The Kindling Fire. And as always, be awesome.